Inject is a dating site for anti-vaxxers called Unjected. Unjected has been removed from the Apple App Store. While 47% say the unvaccinated make me upset or angry. I wish that he would go further to restrict the activities of the unvaccinated. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. The Unjected Show with your hosts, Shelby Thompson, Heather Pyle, Scott Armstrong, and Zach Brown. Call 1-833-3-UNJECT, extension 888. That's 1-833-386-5328, extension 888. Lines are open now. The Unjected Show is intended for an adult audience and may contain explicit material. User discretion is advised. Aloha, everyone. How's it going? Aloha. Happy Friday. (laughs) Happy Friday. What are you drinking? Yeah. An espresso martini. (laughs) You're so fancy. But it's actually just cold coffee that I am (laughs) pretending is espresso. (laughs) Okay. Fancy, fancy. Wow. How are you guys? Dude, I'm awesome. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. (laughs) So good. Zach, how are you doing, buddy? I'm revved up. I'm feeling good. I'm I'm adhering to my diet and I've been working out. I'm high energy. What's your what's your loss? Yeah, what's still doing the So the I for the past two weeks, so the first two weeks I lost seven pounds. Um and then hopefully this week I'll lose another three. So I want to get to one eighty. And then once I get to 180, then I gotta I gotta just maintain and have muscle. How tall are you? Five nine. Do you put five eleven on your dating profile? No, <laughs> no. I, when I was on when I was on Tinder, I did it. First of all, I had no like I didn't even. I don't think I met. I maybe I was on Tinder for like when I got out to New Jersey. Yeah. And because I was on Tinder when I was in South Dakota too, because it was just there, and, and it was the I don't only think, thing there. <laughs> and I think I don't think I matched with a single person in South Dakota. Then when I got to New Jersey, it was ridiculous. But <laughs> I didn't put my height in my bio. Oh, you just left it blank. I left it. I left it blank. I did. I don't think I had anything in my bio. I was the serial killer that the women took a chance on. But like, <laughs> <laughs> that was. Yeah, I had like two pictures. It was like and... the gray man, just like the no anonymous box. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was no real, there was no, if you, there were some women who chose to meet with me and those are risk takers. Those are the ones that are going to go far because <laughs> yeah. they are willing to take risks. So I'm sure they're all doing very well. Awesome. How did you, meet? did you meet? I was just going to say, I yeah. think Scott and I were going to say the same thing. Did you Sorry, and your girlfriend meet on Tinder? No, we met. We used to work at a job. Oh. We met at work, in uh, in real life. Uh, yeah. so she was your work wife. Mm-hmm. Mm, I've been in one of those before. That was it. Did not end well. I'll tell you that. Oh, oh my god! Don't get your oh. money where you make your honey. Oh, wait, dude. I said that well, backwards. No, get your honey. Yeah, so she get your honey where you make your money. She left pretty soon after we started uh, dating, so it worked out very well. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, this is back in my 20s. I was working retail 
and I was like the the front end like cashier supervisor. I was like the boss of all the supervisors. Is at Home Depot, whatever, right? Ooh. So, yeah, I was the boss. You look the... like you worked at Home Depot. I know, dude. I put in a good six years, you know. <laughs> so you just spoke broken, team. shitty Spanish to the people that you would yeah, lure around. Pretty much, pretty much. I was like trabajo aquí, trabajo aquí, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, no, it was it was a quite. So anyway, so as it happened, is that uh, so she was a uh, she came on as a cashier. And uh, I was like the boss. And so first of all, you're not allowed to be dating, which is, you know, whatever. But uh, so you abuse your power. You abuse my Yep. Yep. Totally abused my position to, to, you know, but, you know, we, we kind of, you know, it all in the beginning, it was great. But then like she was like living with her parents. And uh, so she quickly like ended up moving in with me and we were living together and working together. Uh-oh, and it was just like, time. I dude, it was crazy. And so like, you know, I was like young. I was like mid 20s. Like, I was like, yeah, this is great, man. Like, uh, and then, uh, I found out she was cheating on me with another guy that worked at the same store. I don't no way. Yes, yes, he was yes. like in the other aisle. Yeah. He was like, yeah, he worked at like the front desk and I'm like, oh fuck dude. And so, okay. Did you fire him? What an actual No, I didn't. Was I didn't she, did she yes. work in the garden department? No, she was a cashier, dude. She was a, <laughs> cashier. a filthy cashier. You got to watch them cashiers, dude. You like, do. I'm telling yeah. you, you really got to keep an eye on your cashier. JC. So. Oh, God. <laughs> he was getting, you, get, you and that other guy were both getting hand job from dirty money hands. Oh, exactly. Just handling dude. fucking coins. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was terrible. Dick smelled <laughs> like <laughs> metal afterwards. <laughs> yes. <Ew>. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Still better dude. than Spike. Ew. Yep. Still better than Spike. So, <laughs> so. So just to wrap this story up real quick, because I'm having flashbacks, but basically, uh, you know, my solution, and this is how dumb I am. My solution was, hey, baby, let's just get married. Because if you get no. if you get married, then she'll stop cheating. Right. That's the logic. <laughs> no, that's rough. Uh, oh, my God. Well, you rough. were you were 20. How old are you now? I was, OK, I'm, I'm, I'll be 40 in August. I'm 39. OK, so that's that's your this is. This is like two thousands, yeah. This is like two thousands. You know, different reality ago. Different reality. So anyway, you guys got married. No, this is like married. This is like when Two Princes was popular. No, okay, no, actually, yeah, exactly, dude. Okay, so this is great. So we ended up getting engaged. We had our honeymoon paid for and everything, and it was a week in Hawaii and a week in Disneyland. Right? That was the that was the honeymoon. Yeah, it was a pretty awesome deal. And so uh, it was like a month or two before the wedding, and I found she was still sleeping with this dude, and so I broke it off. What? and uh oh yep gosh. ended it but the, but the all i had the time off work and the honeymoon was paid for and i was like fuck Did it i'm go? just i'm just gonna go by myself <gasps> so i went by myself to hawaii i spent a week that's, a, uh, that's like the, they have movies about this i know that's literally dude right when we get, yeah, we get, you're forgetting like, sarah yeah. no it's literally i watched forgetting sarah marshall at the it was like the same exact time like when that movie came <laughs> Did out you go I to watched the same it. island I don't even know, but I watched that same movie like in the hotel. I didn't even know what that movie was about. That's like such a crazy synchronicity. It was fucking oh. insane. Anyway, so I did watch that movie like in Hawaii. On the, anyway, I, most people probably won't even believe me, but I swear to God, like I watched that movie in Hawaii. Thinking, oh yeah, just because I, I was depressed, man. I was like drinking myself into oblivion, like all there by wow. myself, and I was like, I just need to hold. I just need to watch a movie. You know what I mean? You and were I watched, like, you were like Peter. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And so anyway, it was crazy. It was crazy. So, uh, and that that started off many many years of drinking. That it just <laughs> oh, <laughs> it really was that was like that was kind of the that was the spiral right there. And so luckily I was able to pull myself out of that. But anyway, bottom Zach, line, kids, have you been married before? don't date no. anybody you work with. No. Don't do it. No, I've, I've yeah, that's the married. moral. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
or or just date him and then push him out of the job. Just, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good move too. That's a good move too. So or just get another job. Or get that's okay. Job. That's what three out of four of us. I mean, we're right with there with you, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, I work with all women, so. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Although, like now with Unjected, it's uh, you know, I hope that I can find my honey where yeah. I make my money. Ooh, so. true that. There you I don't go. know if you want guys showing up asking you out. That'd be weird. They don't. Not I think you, but you don't here. want yeah. you don't want them showing up and like. No. Hey, I heard you on a podcast. Yeah. So, oof. Maybe, maybe, maybe Heather. Heather, maybe you never know. This Heather, you want to find to find real love? Yeah. yeah, Heather, you want to plug your business? Go ahead if you want to. I'm telling you. What? Oh my! Uh, what I'm looking for? Oh yeah, well, yeah. What's Heather looking for? I yeah, want to well, know this. Okay, yeah. Or my, what's my business? Like, I was gonna say if you want to, if you know, if you wanted to like plug your 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 business, you know what I mean? Why don't you drop your soch too? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's what like free advertising. free advertising. Free advertising. Yeah. Heather. Injected Heather. There you go. And then injected co-founder. Okay. Yeah. Heather, what don't, are you looking what are you looking for? Scared. What are you looking for? Uh, you know, I am looking for just like a real man. And I'm sorry, I am uh podcasting with my child. She's mom today. casting. Mom, mom casting. because <laughs> uh, my child has a, a rare form of pink eye. <laughs> that is happening. Yeah. Tell us about uh, that. You, you were telling me about this okay. before. So apparently this yeah, is the new, so the new thing. Apparently there is a new symptom for toddlers uh, for COVID and it's pink eye. So it's not like uh, that they've got like <laughs> the typical gross um, pink I eye. It. Yeah. It's just like a pink. It's like a pink coloration. Hey, stop. <laughs> So, so they're just they're just they're just pigeonholing everything into everything is yeah. now uh, exactly. COVID COVID is now if you sneeze, it's COVID. If you have like you know seasonal allergies, that's also COVID. Yeah. If you have, if you have AIDS, we know that's definitely yeah, COVID AIDS. Now. That was yes. definitely from the vaccine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean everything. Whoa. Everything is uh, is COVID nowadays. So. Yeah. Well, it's kind of uh, it's kind of apt that you bring that up because we'll. Uh, probably be talking about that here in a little bit about how they switched everything over to COVID. We have the receipts to prove how that yeah. was done. Yeah. So, uh, big shout out to Zoe and then the Substack article that uh, she put out today on our Substack. So we'll yeah, talk that about that in a little bit. We'll talk about really that in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Heather, I no, hope Heather, really- Heather, you, Heather yeah. I want to know yeah. what kind of guy you're looking for. Yeah. I want specific. Um, this is never, yeah. we haven't broken this down yet. It was 14 yeah. episodes in and the we have, yeah, and Scott, we we Scott we're going to swing we around to Scott too. I mean, I am like into manly men. I like real men. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, like I don't back know. Back hair men. Brown hair, no, blonde no. hair. Uh, I'm not like particular on okay. hair color or like you know body hair. The, yeah, I'm not a big fan of like body hair and hairy men in general. No Persians then. Like no a mild to moderate. Probably no, probably no Persians, ideally. Um, you know, I want them to uh, like animals and, uh, you know, be yeah. obviously healthy and, and whatever. But I don't really know. I don't have, I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like I'll know when I know. Like, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to put a guy too much into a box. So, um, I don't know, but I, I do like uh, manly men who can fix things and do things and 
uh, obviously are okay with uh, the fact that I already have a child and all those fun things. So I don't know. They also have to be pretty funny uh, because I like to laugh. I know. Way high on the list. Is to be funny? Yeah. Yeah. Like not too much funny. And I like a lot of, I'm like super sarcastic. So I need someone that (laughs) is going to be like, okay with my sarcasm and the things obviously that I do and say, because those are always fun. But um, they have to like match my wit. I feel like Mm. I don't want someone that's just like, I've dated guys before. I mean, more like probably more on the narcissistic spectrum that they don't do well with sarcasm. Ah, and so, whitening strip guys. The guys who, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Know. Yeah. So uh, you have to like be okay with sarcasm for sure. Yeah. Yes. Sarc- yeah. That's crucial. Sense of humor. You know, I, I've been on some zingers of dates, man. And like one of them, that was it. It was like, I would, I'd be making, I'm over here oh, cracking jokes because I'm, I'm always cracking jokes, <laughs> but like, she was sitting there like thinking everything I said was like literal and like, like what? Like, I'm yeah. like, Oh, that's so gross. I don't know if I've talked about that on this Lame. show before. Did I talk about this already on the show? That one? No, like, maybe. Okay. So I was on the stage. She was like, um, she was a construction foreman on like a construction company. They were building a, like a Facebook data center, or a Google data center up like the road, like half an hour North of here. And she flies in from Florida as like the, you know, whatever construction manager. And we were on this date and like, I was like, Oh, so you like, uh, you know, you're out there looking all cute with your hard hat and your clipboard and everything. And she's like, Oh my God, we use tablets. And I'm like, Oh God. Okay. Well, you're like, okay. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. I was like, this is a a broad shouldered woman. No, she was very dainty and feminine, and like I just kind of I don't know I don't. She was working as she was like doing construction. Hey, I used to do construction with my dad when I was growing up. Yeah, I mean, she was like she was like the one walking around with a clipboard or a tablet, I guess you know, like the one telling everybody what to do. Do you like do you like traditional feminine qualities? Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. Do you like the? Do you like who's the woman in the Queen's Gambit with the wide set eyes? Oh gosh, I don't know any. I don't of even that. know what that is. <laughs> is that a movie? Yeah, no, it's a series. Damn it was it. a limited series on Netflix. Damn, yeah, I dude. did not watch that. Yeah, I'm it's so. About a, out it's of about the loop. a woman who like beats men in chess, and it's a big oh. deal, I guess. Oh, I thought you were just gonna stop with it's about a woman <laughs> beats who men. beats men. <laughs> no, she beats him in chess. Okay, but she can't beat. She's there's one guy she can't beat. And I was like, Does she marry him? Fuck you. No, mm. no, mm. she's. It was a. It's kind of a strong, independent woman TV series. Hmm. A lot of those. It's really brutal. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of strong woman, yeah, strong independent woman TV series and movies lately. Yeah, wow. I mean, yeah, that's just the t- sign of the times, man. That's why I only yeah. watch Mel Gibson shit. There you go. <laughs> There you go. You can't go wrong with some good Mel Gibson. Passion of the Christ. Yeah, I saw a fucking uh, a, a picture of him. He looks good right now. Like he's <laughs> jacked. Really? Wow. He is absolutely jacked. How old he's, is he? He's like in 55, his 55, 60s. Oh, I was gonna say, isn't he like early 60s? He looks good. Yeah. He's he's vascular as shit, and you know, I mean, listen. Everybody's heard the voicemail. He's clearly got passion. <laughs> he's got passion. The passion of the Mel. Did you guys ever hear? Did you guys ever hear the um, the Alec Baldwin voicemail to his daughter? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. He's innocent, but they found him innocent. Wow. 
no huh. charges for shooting. That oh, lady. really? Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't catch that. I thought they, I thought they were doing. Yeah, I thought I heard the opposite. But yeah, okay, there you go. You don't have to be guilty if you have enough money. They're they're starting. Yeah. To, they're going to start shooting it again. The movie. Oh, really? No way. Oh, shooting again. Yeah. No, that's oh. yeah. They're, <laughs> they're gonna. They're gonna. I wonder if they'll cast him. They that would be pretty. Right? That'd be pretty fucked. They can't, right? They can't really put him disheveled. in the movie. That would be he, pretty fucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, it's it would be kind of kind of indicative of Hollywood, where they're like, he did shoot somebody, but I mean, who, he's perfect for the role. I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you what gonna are you, do? What are you gonna do? He's he's on the, in the in crowd, right? God. We need to make our own Hollywood, man. We're build, we're rebuilding everything. We're rebuilding all these systems. We're rebuilding yeah. everything. Like we need That's to make right. our own music. We need to make our own movies. Like, dude, can you imagine? Like, I've been talking to some friends. Like, here's here's something that's like, I don't feel like it's like spilling the beans or anything. But like, you know, we're seriously sitting there talking. Like, okay, so okay, well, I'll start off with this. So, uh, I went to. Uh, I've been going to this one place with a. Um, it's uh, basically an improv uh, comedy place here. And it's like, they do, they do like improv comedy shows, which is like amazing. You like give them a word and then they act, they do like a whole, like uh, we went to one last night. It's like, you give them a word and then they do like an entire musical, just improv on the spot made up. Wow. As, no as, way. Yeah, yeah dude, cool. it's, it's amazing. And they're really, really talented. And it's absolutely hilarious. But a lot of it borders on like like the woke jokes. Like it, it it is like you know you can tell all the actors are very like progressive and it's a kind of woke stuff. They do a pretty good improv yeah. culture is pretty fucking yeah woke. exactly exactly exactly. So they they I mean I got to give them credit that they don't lean all the way into it. Like a few few every now and then it kind of bubbles to the surface a little bit. But for the most part they do a really good job of just like keeping it neutral and just being funny. But my vision is like God, what if we had like something where there just was none of that? You know. And so we're talking about what it would take and, and my vision and, you know, a couple other people I'm talking to. It's like, what if we just and, and, and I was sitting there looking at the room that we were sitting in watching the play. And it was like, you know, the stage, I was looking at it from like a handyman point of view. I'm like, God, I could build that. Like, literally, it's just like it's just like some plywood and some two by fours. And it didn't look that complicated at all. And I was like, what would it take to like rent or lease like a room and like build a stage? And so my vision is like the back area is like you know super tricked out podcast studio and the front we build a stage and do like you know an actual a comedy club an actual comedy club oh fun! yeah 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 with, we could do like plays improv live comedy <sighs> and like the whole point being it's just like anti-woke like just complete oh non-woke comedy club dude it would, it would be huge covid roast yeah yeah the whole thing yes 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 COVID yes roast. the covid yes. roast man. we need to have a, a roseanne bar and yes. uh Jim Brewer. Yeah. We need like everybody to do this COVID roast. Yep. The COVID, the, the injected COVID roast. Oh, dude. Be so, so funny. Great. Yeah. Where it's like we just, uh, yeah, roast who? The like, last three yeah, years. Yeah. The three years. Yeah. That'd be awesome, dude. The COVID Jeez. roast. That's genius. That is genius, actually. <gasps> yes. The COVID roast. Whoa. Also crazy that it's been three years. <laughs> that is very yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. This time three years ago, I had no intention of being where i'm at now that's for sure oh, so, crazy. what would you be doing you think uh if, like covid yeah. wasn't a thing mm -hmm. like zach would be what still doing his i guess what do you do your sales stuff oh it it, <laughs> IT stuff yeah yeah <laughs> zach zach were you podcasting pre-covid or was that a post-covid it started thing? exactly like it literally started maybe a week before they 
said it was a bad like Damn. it's a big deal. Okay. I didn't it, it had nothing to do with COVID. Oh, uh, okay. I just it just yeah. coincided. Nice. Yeah. Right yeah, mine was in response to COVID. So but I'm but then of course you got all the you know, like we're like the generation of podcasters that came out during the COVID era, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it's like yeah. you know, that gave gave the momentum maybe a lot of us needed to kind of like push forward. Yeah, I started well, podcasting sure. in June 2020. You know, I was kind of late to the game. <laughs> <laughs> so freedom casters. Yeah, man. If it wasn't for COVID, dude, I was literally just so I'm writing an article right now for somebody else about uh that whole this whole idea of like, you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world and like the idea of like holding to your principles, you know, something we talk about all the time on here, you know, the idea of just sticking to your principles and then it's scary at first, but Holy crap, it pays yes. off in the end, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> true that. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it's pretty awesome stuff. So anyway, I got some, uh, I got some articles if we want to talk about this it. stuff. And then uh, I got some video clips and then we can open up the phone lines and we got some people I talked to about, Hey, you should call in. So we'll see what happens. Perfect. Um, all right. So kind of the first thing that just kind of kicks off that I was going to pull up is like, Shelby, you sent me this. It's basically the, um, it's a, just a YouTube video about whole foods, oh. how whole foods is just yes. like oh. completely shit and it's completely Yucky. turned over to the, the bad guys. So I'm going to play this clip and then we'll, get into it here so and for those of you just listening I'll, we'll recap once it's over here Rosenberg co-founder and CEO of Arrow Farms Arrow Farms is the leader in vertical farming and this is how we could be most impactful to COVID-19 as we all know part of the ability of humanity to get through COVID-19 is to have therapies and vaccines so we could go upon living our lives and the challenge is to scale the solutions once they appear. And at Aero Farms, fortunately, we've been working on very specific therapeutic solutions and vaccine boosters, as well as creating a platform to produce proteins for protein-based vaccine solutions. they were just listening or maybe you didn't see that last one the last little section they were flipping over all the packages in the bakery and there was a label or there's a little uh line on the label that says contains a bioengineered food ingredient and it's like you motherfuckers dude and so and then the first half of that it was um this company arrow foods which is like apparently one of the main like when you go to like the produce section at whole foods that's one of the main like pre-packaged lettuce or whatever and then you heard this founder and CEO talking about how they're using their plant products to develop COVID-19 vaccines. So it's like, and we've yeah. all seen this, we've all seen like rumblings and talking talks about it about the whole idea of like, uh, what is it called? Like VLPs? Like, I can't remember what the acronym is, but it's the idea of you creating literally using plants to create COVID-19 vaccines and whether or not that's actually being entered into the food supply. It's just diabolical to such an insane degree. I can't even oh. comprehend it. You know what I mean? You know what it reminds me of is, um, you know, I'm probably going to butcher the story, but it's the farmer who um, was had his crops next to the Monsanto crops. Yep, 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 yep. And then when the bugs cross pollinated, and then they ended up transferring 
the plant DNA to each other. Yeah. It was his crops had the Monsanto patented DNA in them. Yeah. And he, they were able to say that basically this farmer had stolen this property and they were able to confiscate the land. And yeah. this is what I, this is kind of what I would think on it is like, well, if they can get enough people to genetically modify their genetic code, then later when they pull out this, you know, patent and they go, Oh, just by the, by the way, you're actually all property. If you uh, have the sequence basically, and yeah. that's how they're going to get into you. That's what I yep. believe. Yep. I, there's, there's definitely a lot to that. I just did a, wrote a piece about that in the last American vagabond Substack not too long ago. Or was, I think we talked about that on the show. I don't know. I think we did. Yeah, we did talk about that on the show about how they're like the, the laying the groundwork to patent humans by altering their DNA now and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, but the idea of like putting, um, you know, mRNA vaccines or whatever into the food supply with the intention of it then having an effect on a human, like whether or not it's a good or bad thing. It's back to the whole issue that we've had this a whole damn time, which is about informed consent. About mm -hmm. the idea of informed consent and people not being given all the information before making a choice yeah. and uh it reminds me of this which um is like just shocking it really kind of exemplifies the way these people think and this is a paper you can find this on pubmed it's called compulsory moral bio enhancement should be covert and this is from a guy named parker crutchfield you can look up this guy's kind of a scumbag i mean he's just like a young little pretty boy probably like freaking trust fund kid or whatever but this is written in january or january 2019 and uh so basically the idea being so it says some theorists argue that moral bio enhancement ought to be compulsory you know whatever that bio enhancement is or if they perceive this vaccine to be uh, a good thing then everybody should take it because they decided right <laughs> He says, I take this argument one step further, arguing that if moral bio enhancement ought to be compulsory, then its administration ought to be covert rather than overt. So he's arguing that if they make the decision to roll this out to the population, then it's best that the population doesn't know that it's being rolled out. Um, this is, yeah, this is to say that it is morally preferable for compulsory moral bio enhancement to be administered without the recipients knowing that they are receiving the enhancement. My argument for this is that if moral bioenhancement ought to be compulsory, then its administration is a matter of public health, and for this reason should be governed by public health ethics. I argue that the covert administration of a compulsory moral bioenhancement program better conforms to public health ethics than it does an overt compulsory program. <laughs> They're so, even using the word ethics in here? Yeah, 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 exactly, wow. exactly, exactly. So, <gasps> but, oh, it gets better. Look at these words he uses. In particular, a covert, a covert compulsory program promotes values such as liberty, utility, wow. equality, and autonomy better than an overt program does. Thus, a covert what? compulsory moral bioenhancement program is morally preferable to an overt moral bioenhancement program. They're so, doing Cosby. They're yeah. doing. They're, you know. doing, they're, they're roofing everybody. Yeah, they're yeah. just doing Basically. Yep. Yep. Wow. But, it's, but it's, it's best for you. We decided that we're going to roofie you and we're going to rape you in your sleep because we've decided wow. that that's best that's for you. That's what's best for you. That's what we're not going to tell you. Yeah. Everybody yeah. who thinks that policy, that policy should be administered from a covert perspective, mm -hmm. it, anybody who thinks that, it should be a red flag because anybody who thinks that it should be hidden knows that they won't be able to articulate why it's a good idea and convince mm -hmm. people idea so it should be any anytime anything should be administered secretively red flag yeah. it's Absolutely. there's yeah because either it, the person that's doing it is retarded or yeah the idea is is bad and either way 
I don't, you know, I don't want to hear it from them. Yeah. It's not, not gonna... it's not in your best interest at all. It's not in your best interest at all. And uh, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just evil, but it kind of shows you just a glimpse into their, their, their mentality. I mean, like that's, yeah. that's how they like, they know what's best. We don't know. We're just the cattle, the dumb, stupid cattle mm-hmm. that don't have any ability to, to decide what's good for our families or ourselves. Yeah. And They're we need to be burn yeah. us all. Yep. Ugh. So anyway, so oh. just keep in mind, folks, as we move forward, like this is their mentality that they know best and you don't know shit. And so therefore you have to capitulate to whatever they're rolling out. Right. Stay so. vigilant. I don't even yeah. know if there's any untainted food at this point, to be quite honest with you. It's, I mean, yeah. there's, it, yeah. it just goes back. I mean, there's like microplastics. They say that you ingest a credit card amounts worth of microplastics Jesus. a week. And there's, there's a story that came out. This was years ago. The DuPont company who were manufacturing and distributing uh, cookware mm-hmm. that chemical that they use for the the non-stick pans Teflon. Uh, yeah. was very very carcinogenic and it was found that that it was carcinogenic they had to stop using it so ha- they had all of this shit this 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 substance and they dumped it in the water and just to give you an idea of how toxic it is if if you put just a single drop into an olympic sized swimming pool it will disperse and 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 cover the entire water supply and so all the entire water will be tainted and it won't be diluted enough to, for it to not be uh, uh a toxic dose and they were dumping th- probably millions of gallons and now they say that anywhere in the world ocean to ocean you know globally there's not a single person that doesn't have the chemical in their body yeah. there's there there's not a single person on earth that doesn't have the trace of that yeah chemical. that's uh that's uh glyphosate right yeah i think so I mean, yeah glyphosate yeah, yeah yeah everybody's got glyphosate in there oh no no no. that's roundup that's right yeah, that's roundup that's yeah. roundup yeah that's, well, that's, that's probably there too but that i've heard <laughs> yeah. that stated too that yeah. everybody has trace uh amounts of glyphosate in their system all over the world crazy yeah, it's crazy just um, disgusting I just want to finish this up here real quick, um, just to close off this segment. We do have Zoe hanging out in the green room. Uh, oh, Zoe. So we'll bring her in. We'll bring her in in just a minute. But I just want to finish up cool. this uh, this whole thought here. So this is basically the article that I pulled, talking about this whole bioengineered ingredient disclosure, understanding the new bioengineered, and it's all like happy. It's like, hey guys, it's great. When you go to the grocery store, if you notice food with messages like no GMOs or contains bioengineered ingredients on the package, most likely you've seen a range of ways food manufacturers have chosen to share or not share this information. But starting January 1st, 2022, so I guess it's been around for a while, mm-hmm. uh, USDA regulates regulations specify how foods sold in the U.S. that are bioengineered or contain bioengineered ingredients must disclose that information. So it's interesting. I've, I had not, I've never actually seen that on a label. I'm really curious mm-hmm. what that means. Um, but it says here... Uh, if one or more food ingredients come from a bioengineered plant, but the ingredients themselves contain no DNA from the plant, the label may carry a derived from bioengineering disclosure, but it does not have to. But anyway, oh, that's what it is. It's basically saying that uh, uh, it, it's a bioengineered food or ingredient must contain some of the newly introduced DNA. So it's basically the DNA of the plant's been modified in some way. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, exactly, exactly. And so talks about some exemptions. It says that uh, restaurant food doesn't need to disclose. So, cool. be very, yeah, be very wary where you get your food from. Um, cool. The most important exemption for consumers is the exemption for food products that contain meat, poultry, or eggs. So they don't have to. The new disclosure rules don't cover products that list meat, poultry, or eggs as their first ingredient. 
Okay. Uh, Wait, yeah. as a first ingredient? Yeah, I guess. Got yeah. it. Yeah. So if it's like actual meat, then they don't have to disclose, I guess. So. Huh. So it's just so it's just all uh, trickery and nonsense and evil, stupid garbage. So you know, again, cool. just just go find your local farmers, farmers market, ask them. Yeah. We've been on we've been on a mission asking farmers all over the world, like, what are your guys' farming practices? We're trying to gather more information. We're trying to look to see what. Yeah what you know i don't know we don't know but at this point we're trying, trying to get to as much information as possible yeah mrna yeah. free mrna free man <laughs> right. that's what I'm, that's what objective is all about and and at that i'll just go ahead and take my uh spike support spike support there you go get your spike support uh, at for the daily i'll just take my daily dose right now there you go cheers to that cheers to that yeah. How, how has that been working really good for you, Heather? The old I love it actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good, good. I mean, I uh totally. like I said, I do a lot of other things. Like I'm constantly doing detox baths and mm -hmm. you know, I do all of the all of the trendy things, but um I'm loving it. It makes me feel more like clear, I guess is if cool. I really like had to stop to think about it. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you got you guys can all get yours and learn about it. It's destroyspike.com. Destroyspike.com. Or you can Can't use the wrong. code injected or injected yeah. show. Yeah, on uh, the wellness company website, which is twc.health. So you know, <clears throat> bam, bam, bam. Get it, fam. All right. You guys want to bring Zoe in and talk about uh let's do it. please. Okay, so you guys, let's bring Zoe in. Zoe, what's happening? Hi. Hey. Hi, Zoe. How are you? I'm good. Can everyone hear me? Yep, yeah. I can hear you. Yep. Yep. So, uh, Good. Zoe and I have been, uh, fighting tyranny for a long time now. i actually knew her when I lived out in Oregon and, um, we, we did, a. so we left Oregon at the same time. She moved to Texas. I moved to Tennessee. We caravaned, uh, mm -hmm. we had each other's backs. It was, a it was an arduous journey. Well, we yep. had, went to float fest, the float freedom festival down outside of Austin, Texas, which is awesome. And Zoe, did you realize that tomorrow or was the day we left? We left April 22nd. I was just thinking that. Oh, I was like, awesome. I think it's been yes. like a year since we it's been left. Exactly a year. We left one year ago tomorrow. So wow. crazy. This yeah. year, this year has been a fucking mind blower. I'll tell you that. Much. Oh but anyway, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's been crazy. And you've had quite a journey too. So you've actually written a book this last year, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want to. I want. I want to uh, steer everybody to the injected Substack page. And so we have an article that dropped earlier today. Um, oh, I need to. Anyway, so this is Zoe's article that dropped. My life in the thrill killed medical cult by Zoe Smith, and uh, it's the a medical <laughs> coder turned whistleblower. And you've got an actual entire book that you're uh that's in pre-publishing right now um we're trying to shout this out so that um you know we can raise funds for the actual publishing of the book but uh tell us about it and what can people what are people going to read in the article uh well so i wrote a book because it's really hard to answer that question because it covers so much um it starts out uh with me kind of like looking over my life um like through the unsuspecting lens that I had on at the time. And then we go into um, when I'm a medical coder mm -hmm. and I talk about um, how it's sort of like a Sim City view of everything that happens in the hospital and just sort of like getting to know all the policies and how like all of them work 
and just, you know, how this isn't really a fair system and that you really can't like work within it to try and make it more fair. You know, like a, I think a lot of people think that, um, you know, it's just like one person at the top or just one bad apple here or just one bad policy. And I try and like really show that like living in that system, you understand that that's just not possible. Um, and then I talk about uh, everything that happened during the pandemic, like before the vaccine, which was really what woke me up. Um, I had already been experimented on medically. Um, I already, you know, had them implant something in my body that they didn't tell me about that I could have had like chronic issues. I may still have allergy issues because of that. I will never know. Um, and they will never be held accountable because they have I, I'm a so system good. that is designed to protect yeah. them from you. Like you are not the protected party going in there as much as all of the policies say that they are, how they actually work and play out in reality is to protect the physician from you and you're actually paying them to do that. And I learned that while I was a coder, that everything that you do at a hospital or when you see a doctor and you have, even if you just go in for an x-ray or a lap draw, you're also paying for their insurance to represent you against, or to represent them against you in court, should you ever sue them for malpractice. Mm. Wow. So I was I'm already, well, when the pandemic right happened, <laughs> I was yeah. already like, uh, why Shelby, would Shelby, anyone Shelby. want to interact with Hold these people? Hold on, okay. Shelby. What do you got? What do you got, Shelby? I, I got to, like, wait. You have back to tell me what gotta, they left You got to back it up. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Something got left inside of you? I need to know details on this. I was stuck on that, too. I was like, wait, back up. Well, yeah. <laughs> this is a really common thing that they do to women, and they don't tell women that they do this. Um, and looking at the how I go through the rest of the book and why I, it makes sense. And I do cover this in one of the chapters before I go into the pandemic. So it's all covered in the book and how, like how they exploit the fraud. And some of it is still played out in COVID. Um, so like I sort of already knew some of the tricks. So one of the things um, I had a tubal ligation, like way, way back in like, I think it was Oh nine. And what's that and exactly? Like that's like where they say they like they tie your tubes okay uh the scientific word is tubal ligation um okay. there's lots of different ways they can do that they say they can like what they told me they were going to do is they were going to cauterize it so they were going to like burn the tubes so they'd be scarred and nothing could get through and then that would you know like tie them they don't actually like physically tie them anymore or like tie anything around them anymore um, and then the other thing that they sometimes do is they'll like put a metal device in there that actually like clips onto the tube um, to hold it closed. And you can actually go back in there and you're supposed to be able to, you know, unhook it, get it back out. And then, you know, you're fertile again. Yay. So um, they told me they were going to cauterize. They weren't going to put anything in my body. And I knew that I was allergic to metal. So if they told me we're going to put a metal device in your body. I would have said, don't do that. Uh, let's do something else. Or I just won't have this procedure done. They didn't tell me that. Um, it says in the insert for this thing, it's called a filchy clip and it's made by Cooper Surgical. And they even changed their name afterwards, after this. But um, apparently surgeons all over the nation would do this. They would do a procedure um, and it could be the filchy clip thing. They also do this with surgical staples, apparently. I heard from a device rep that they just like 
leave stuff in there all the time. That's just like normal for them to do. You know, if they now don't they, think that it's a big enough device, they'll, they'll just like leave it in there and sew you up and, and you're all good. Now that you're um, saying so, this, I have one of those. I've got a clip inside of me. I've got one too. I had my gallbladder taken out and they left a clip in there. They, they did yep. tell me about it, but now that I'm remembering, like How it's scary. <laughs> yeah. And they, so they don't tell you about this. They don't give you the package insert that says if you put a metal thing in your body, it may cause chronic inflammation. It may cause anaphylactic reactions Yeah, that it can mute. It can move in your body. It can come undone and it can just float around in there and then cause problems, which is what it did to me. One of them came off and just, I don't know, went for a ride for however many years until my surgeon found it later. And that's how I found out that it was there. But the package insert says if you're going to, as the surgeon, when you're placing this device in a patient, you need to bring them back within four to six weeks for an x-ray to verify that it has remained, remained where you placed it. I never once had an x-ray in 10 years. Me either. No one ever did an x-ray. <laughs> Whoa. Holy wow. shit, Zoe. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that's Whoa. wild. Whoa. Okay. So that was the chapter before the pandemic. Um, and that's kind of what made me think, okay, these people are awful people. Um, there is no such thing as informed consent. And I was really just there to collect a paycheck at that point. Um, I didn't know what else to do. I needed to make money, obviously, and that was my career. And so I I was just kind of hanging on trying to figure out, well, all right, how, how am I going to get out? Can I do a part-time job and then like scale that up to a full-time job and scale coding down? Do I just stop and go back to school? You know, it was kind of in, in that phase. Um, and the only thing that kept me there was like morally um, thinking for every patient that went in there every day, they could at least have the choice to do their own research if they wanted to. Their doctor might not do it for them, but they had the choice if they wanted to, to look into it. Um, and then when the pandemic rolled out and all the censorship happened, I was gaslighted by like everybody that I knew. I was talking out about it, about, hey, these numbers that they're saying in yeah. the news, that's not what's happening yeah. in the hospital. When they're saying I the hospital that. Yeah. overrun, they're a ghost town. There's yeah. nobody here. I remember and then that they era. Were saying that we're healthcare heroes, and there's so many people working in the hospital because we need them all. They were laying us off and giving us furloughs, and they had hiring freezes, and they were making us work harder for less. Like it was so incredibly backwards. Yeah. Um, I I desperately needed to find the the resistance or someone at least that like, wasn't going to gaslight me and tell me yeah. that what I was seeing in front of my eyes every single day wasn't true because that's not what they were being told in the news. Yeah, man. It's so crazy. Let's, uh, let's talk about real quick about a couple of the big yeah. takeaways from your article. So this is one that always stood out to me. And again, you guys can find this at unjected.substack.com. You can read the full article, but this is a really big, uh, we called the, 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 the chapter title heading U07.1, one code to rule them all, right? So they just yeah. switched over everything, like what was used to be pneumonia, lower respiratory, respiratory infection, acute respiratory, bronchitis. It all got switched over to U.7.1, COVID, right? Tell us yep. about that. Damn. Yeah, that's a really interesting one, and that was a huge part of me waking up to all this. So um, April of 2020, 
uh, they did a like unprecedented, and I hate that word, and I never use that word, but this is one of those times where that is the word to use. Yeah, They had never done this before. Um, they always had one time per year where they would do a procedure code update and one time per year where they would do a diagnosis code update. And it was a huge deal because they had to take our entire system down, which means they're not making money. CFO gets really, really pissed when we're not making money. Um, IT people have to come in overnight and put in a new program. All of the charge masters have to be updated. Every single interface has to be updated. It's like a huge deal. Everyone hates doing it. We all get like a little bit of overtime for a week because it's such a pain. And so here they are doing it this extra time during a pandemic. And like no one's eyes go up except for me. Like, hey, you know, we've never done this before. And now we don't even have instructions. And they updated the code. Uh, a code, because all we had up until um, April of 2020 to track the virus infection, as far as a medical code, was just a random virus unspecified code. Wow. Wow. Oh, you still there, Zoe? Oh, we lose her. Oh, I think she might have froze there. Oh, no. Back in. Zoe, Zoe, Zoe. Okay. Yeah, it- I so, like how it says April 1st. It's like, yeah. so what? Oh. Less than two weeks later, uh, they already had this shit ready. Yeah. And plus, what is April 1st? April Fool's Day. April everybody. Fool's. April Fool's oh. Day. So crazy. Zoe, Zoe, if you if you could reset. I, I, she's just kind of frozen in the background there. But anyway, so that's crazy. You know, I, I just really want people to that's go read nuts. this for themselves and go check it out. Hopefully, Zoe wow. will log back in. Um, the other big takeaway that I wanted to shout out to everybody and uh, hopefully... Zoe can come back in and speak to it. Zoe, are you there? Zoe, can you hear us? They were like, she can't be talking about this. Zoe, yeah, Shut Zoe. <laughs> Zoe, log back out, log back in. Okay, there she I'll goes. tell you what's unprecedented. The amount of Puerto Rican nurses that were hailed as heroes throughout the fucking pandemic. <laughs> right, what's especially on TikTok. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I got nothing against Puerto Rican nurses, man. Hell, yeah. True. Oh, <laughs> love, love me some Puerto Rican nurses. Scott, is that your type? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not i'm not i'm not gonna turn one away that's for sure but, uh, let's check this out so this is the other big takeaway and we were talking about this before the show so this you guys again i want you to encourage you to go read this article unjected.substack.com it's an article from earlier today but anyway this is another uh set of codes that they rolled out this would have been um what did she say december uh let's see anyway without go read the article but basically this new codes they started designating for the first time people who were unvaccinated so now they have like in your medical charts a code whether or not you've received the COVID-19 vaccine which you know all kinds of okay here we go it's always back it's always back all right hey sorry about that well you're good do they have have that in your records because I haven't I haven't gone to the doctor since oh yeah like I haven't gone to to doctor like 2019 yeah they'll have it they still have it. Well, it'll just like automatically mark it as like unvaxxed. It's because of contact tracing. Oh. So, huh? scary. Yeah, because that goes through coding. Um, yeah, it, there's a whole chapter on that too in the book. Cool. Um, yeah. So the medical wow. codes, like when they started the the virus code, that was only the first part of it. Then they started doing contact tracing, and it, at first it was just people in the hospital that were calling patients uh, to see who they had come in contact with. But then iPhone came out with the app and then almost every phone has some sort of like COVID-19 tracing thing on it. 
or yeah. even just having a phone on you is enough that they know that you were close. Like, I know I saw that thing come up on my iPhone and I turned it off and I didn't ever like update my phone to like install it, but I could still be around someone and then they would know that I was near someone and that would still register as contact tracing on their phone because I was just in their presence. Like you don't even need to know the person or have their number to come up yeah. on contact tracing. And then they made a law that every virus code, every, you know, U071 code, which is on everything, like everything yeah. is code. Like you were talking about at the beginning of the show, seasonal allergies, you cough, you have this nipples, you have COVID. Like you just came in to get your gallbladder out. Well, you still have COVID. You came in because you're a drug addict. Well, you have COVID. Like it's yeah. really that ridiculous. It's so crazy. We were joking about right at the beginning where we're like this, this code, the Z28.310, like we're going to make like t-shirts, bumper stickers with that Z28.310. Zoe, I have a question. In the house. Yeah. When it says under immunization, is that considered other vaccines? Because, you know, I see the COVID one. Is the other one? That means you're not up to date. That means you're not up to date on your boosters. Man. I've got several wow. of these codes going on yeah, on my chart. We're, then. Yeah, we were the yeah. Not only do these codes for anyone who's infected or anyone who's been infected with some or come into contact with someone who's been infected, which is pretty much everybody, uh, all of this gets reported, all the codes for every visit for everything gets reported to the CDC. And then they track the COVID code. So anything that has COVID on it, anything that has a Z code on it, anything that has remdesivir, they've got that information stored in a database. It also mm. goes to HHS. And through both of those databases, it goes to the CAA and DARPA and the Chinese government. Jesus. Okay, of course. <laughs> we of course. love that. We love that. insane. And I, you uh, guys can, just, you guys... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I just got my birthday card from uh, my health insurance from oh. Kaiser. Well, happy birthday, Heather. What's <laughs> up? They send out, out like your birthday card and it's like, happy birthday. You need to come in and get your COVID vaccine oh, and you're oh, not up to God. date on like all your other oh, things. Oh, my God. So happy no. birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. Here's some mRNA Let's try to make it your last. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Here's to not many more. <laughs> So, so Zoe, you know, I just, I want to shout out the article. I want everybody, if you guys want to see the full version. So actually the book, this is no joke. Like the book is being published by Trine Day Publishing, which is in Oregon, but that's a huge, huge, huge publishing outlet. They published uh, like the uh, Skull and Bones series by um, uh, Anthony Sutton, um, Whitney Webb's new series, uh, One Nation Under Blackmail was just published by Trine Day. Um, so many like incredibly pivotal truther books are put out by Trine Day and Zoe, you're being honestly when I called them so up, crazy. they're yeah. like, So, hey, uh, have you heard of Rockefeller Medicine? And I said, Yeah, it's on my list of, of books to read. And they're like, Well, do you talk about Rockefeller in your book? And I said, Well, yeah, because that's where the codes come from. So, when yeah. I was trying to figure out where they came from and what are their motives, because they're clearly exploiting the codes. Yeah. So I needed to know this. Um, and now I'm trying to get that out to the world because it goes yep. back to eugenics and it goes yep. back to Rockefeller. Yep. So if you guys want to help bring this book to fruition, I just want to give you, you know, down at the bottom of the Substack post that we did, there's links to, so Zoe has her own Substack. It's called my life in the thrill kill medical cult, which is fantastic. So everybody go join her Substack um, to raise funds. She's got a t-shirt shop by big frog t-shirts are 
awesome friends, Amanda, who awesome. I know is watching the show right now. Shout out to Amanda. She, she, Amanda's in the chat right now. Um, and she actually helped with the book cover. So the book cover that you see is from yep. our, our listener, Amanda, who's like such a, she's part of the crew. She's like one of the, the lieutenants in this fight here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, over at Big Frog T-shirts. But, uh, you know, there's Gifts and Go and there's also so T-shirts, Gifts and Go. And uh, yeah. Uh, awesome. Zoe, do you have pre-orders yet? Or you do have a way to do pre-orders at all? So I'm supposed to call trying day next week. What I want to okay. do is um, any donation over $25 will cover the cost of the book, but you'd need okay. to email me to let me know that, that you want okay. a copy. Okay. Um, so right. if I find there's a donation and you have an address for me to ship it to, then okay. $25 or more, because that'll cover the cost of the book, which should be 20 and shipping. Um, okay, cool. I'm working on a website right now. I actually found John Bush's old web developer. Oh, great. <laughs> so, yeah, he's right cool. in town. So get well, that up. Awesome. Well, Zoe, thank you so much for writing that amazing article. I hope everybody goes and checks that out. And uh, just keep us posted. And when the book comes out, like we'll have you out and shout it back out and everything yeah. and all that stuff. So great, great job, Zoe. Thank you so much. Thanks, Zoe. All right. Thanks, all right. guys. We'll Aloha. talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Aloha. Aloha. Cool. All right. So good information so there. Good interesting. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, um, yeah, guys. So, so again, you know, that's the type of stuff we're trying to do on the Substack. We're trying to uh, bring you all kinds of content from different, you know, our, you know, journalists, researchers, whistleblowers, all kinds of stuff. So any, any time, any support you guys give over on the Substack goes directly towards helping us bring you more stuff like that. Hard hitting, exclusive, you know, whistleblower type stuff. So there you go. I have to pee. All right, Zach. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, should we just open up the phone lines? You guys. Yeah, let's, in general? Do okay. right, let's do it. All right. All right. Bam. So the phone lines are open. You guys can give us a call. What's the number, gang? Open. Anybody? Eight. I know, right? Eight three 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 three. Wait, I'm doing an extra three. Three eight six five eight two four. Right? Oh, close, 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 close. One of these days. <laughs> it's uh, it's <laughs> one eight. Three months in here. I know, I know. It's one eight three 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 eight six five three two eight. Go ahead and call. Oh, Phone lines are open now. <laughs> give us a call, and I'll uh, I'll go ahead and post the uh, I'll post the. Streamyard link if you guys want to join via video i posted that over in the rumble because we're we're like i don't know man i guess maybe i'll post over on rockfin too but rumble rumble.com forward slash the injected show forward slash live is where we're at right now everybody hanging out yeah come hang out so i just posted uh join the show but in the meantime we got plenty of other stuff to talk about as well yeah, so, we do. So one of the other things that we uh, I wanted to bring up here that Shelby, you kind of had an epiphany earlier <laughs> today, didn't you? You want to tell us about a, this? A brilliant epiphany. It, 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 <laughs> it just hit me. It. Okay. Well, I feel like um, Gentry Grandma definitely gave me some of this idea, but making kind of like a whole nother entity of injected to help us separate even more. Mm -hmm. into a parallel system like the injected church or the mm. church of the injected i don't mm. know guys you got to work on the name but i feel well i i don't know i gotta i gotta i gotta dig deeper but injectedism injectedism like yeah you know like Maybe. the amish or jehovah's witnesses mm -hmm. you know they have all of these um 
what what is the right word? Like legal protection, you know, like religious sanctity, like for being, um, you know, an organization. And as a whole, if we unjected people came together, are we allowed to operate under different orders as a religious organization? You know, like if we don't want mRNA in our food, can we religiously prefer that? Or, you know, if we want to choose our, our blood donor, shouldn't we be able to religiously choose that because it's a, a belief inside of our body? Um, so I'm very I like I'm curious if it's a real concept that we could do because I think it's a great idea for getting away from the man even further. Yeah. So the idea of giving us like an insulation blanket protection, yeah. you know, well, see the, the unique thing about the, um, the, the, the religious, like being like under the umbrella of a church, because, you know, that's, uh, just say you're trans. If you don't want to get the vaccine, just yeah, say you're exactly. trans and you're not going to make you do yeah. anything. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's trans a good point vaccinated. Too. That's a good point too. But uh, basically, you know, it gives you the first amendment protection because religion kind of falls under that. Uh, it's freedom of religion. You're able to practice your religion in any way you see fit, you know? So, uh, yeah. 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 So, I don't know. I don't what know. Do you you want to join the injected church? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I was actually talking to a friend before this uh, about the idea of like, you know, creating a church with the idea of it being like some sort of legal shield or barrier, you know, to them yeah. being able to regulate or, or, you know, police what you're doing. And, um, and something I'm also familiar with is the idea of a PMA private membership association. Right. Have you right. looked into that at all, Shelby? We should. Yeah. And, and so she was saying that there's a, um, hold on a five Oh, 508 C. Well, there's a 508 faith-based organization PMA. So they have like one good designed a PMA like for religion. I don't know. She said, I don't know. I'm like, you got to tell me all about it. She's like, well, I don't really know exactly, but faith-based organization 508 instead of a 501 501 is still under government instruction. Oh, uh, they, they were still, they were still, cause you know, we saw yeah. all the churches during COVID or the lockdowns, they yeah. caved, they, they got shut down. They, all this stuff. Yeah. And so it's like, PMAs though apparently were insulated from that, you know. So great to know. Yeah. So something mm -hmm. to look into. We probably need to get some, you know, people that actually know this stuff inside now. Maybe we can yeah. have a guest on the show to talk about it. That'd be fantastic. Like if anybody I actually knows know the perfect person. Do you? So there's some, there's someone cool. here on Maui that I'm just gonna talk to. Um, okay, cool. Who's a, who's it should be it should be set up as a country club. You know, the church <laughs> country club. You go in, that's it. Fucking you sit in the sauna, you hit the yeah. link. Right. You hit the links. Yeah. You come, you know, you come in. It's 11 a.m. because you hit the, you know, tea time was yeah. early. Get a little yeah. eggs benedict. Right. Yep. Go swimming. <laughs> it be a good day. Well, so that's, that's the idea. Great. That's exactly the idea of a PMA, a private membership association. Like one of the ways it's been explained to me is it is very much like a country club where you pay a membership. You're now a member. You go in and like what goes on at the at this membership association is the government doesn't have any jurisdiction. Right. It's like they don't have to have liquor licenses. They don't have to have like, you know, all of these legal things that a normal public facing uh, company would need, basically. So, wow. yeah. So, so I, I wonder if we can have like, you know, if it's on the injected PMA, and then mm -hmm. we have everybody that's under it, right? And we have like these little sanctuaries basically all over the country yeah. that, you know, as injected people, you know, we, we could be like, oh, we've got friends in every single state. We have somewhere to go everywhere. You know, I was like, uh, 
what do they call them? Safe houses? <laughs> safe spaces? No. I just watched safe that movie. Spaces. Safe house. Ryan Reynolds, Denzel Washington. It's the fucking great movie. And yes, what was it? Safe house. It's called Safe. Oh, house. I've seen that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is fucking shredded in it. Okay. Absolutely fucking shredded. <laughs> I don't know. How, I, don't, I really I don't understand how people can get that way. I don't understand. Uh, steroids, steroids, dude. That's yeah. just how it is, man. They're they're cutting corners. Mm -hmm. See, that's part of the injected life. Is we don't we don't cut them corners. No either, needles. Man. No, no needles. <laughs> no needles. There's oral steroids. Yeah, I guess. Oh, really? I guess. Zach, don't you go start doing that shit. There's no corners to be cut in this game. You gotta just, just fucking. Yeah. You just gotta fucking take your knocks. It's it's great. See, I think it's great because you just get to eat a bunch of protein. You know what I mean? Like you just get to eat like tons and tons of protein when you're strength training. Like I kind of fell off the last couple of weeks, but usually I like to hit it pretty hard myself. But are you, you know, keto? Through, no, I'm not keto, but it's just like, you know, when you're in a, in the zone of like, you know, intense strength training, you got to eat tons of protein. It's like, yeah, darn, yeah. darn. But uh, <laughs> yeah, true. So. Yeah. So anyway, so we're looking, we're thinking about starting the injected church, everybody. So uh, would you guys, would you guys be a part of the injected church? Can we do merch? Let's do merch. Yeah. We, want, we got that in the works, Zach. And I want mugs. I want Z, Z28.310. Yeah. I want yeah. it on mugs. I'm yes. gonna, we're going to outcompete Steven Crowder, that dumb faggot, because he thinks he's funny. Yeah. And, he's yep. and yep. you know what? Let me tell you something. First of all, I can almost guarantee you we've got the fan base who'd be willing to support via merch. You're getting yeah. something. This is a trade-off, folks. This is for you. This is an even trade. We're not we're not asking for money. It's an even exchange. It's commerce. This is yes. capitalism. This is free market because that's what we believe in. We believe in free market. We believe in informed consent. When I, when I tell you you're getting a mug, you're getting a mug. It's not a yeah. mug with, you know, Teflon coated on the bottom. If you drink it, you're going to have the fucking no. poison in you. This Made is in what, America you mug. what you see is what yeah. you get. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yes, dude. It's coming I, soon. It's actually called the yeah. injected store. Yeah. It's a real thing. It's a real entity, you guys. It's coming up very soon. We just started yeah. building out the website right now and we've been picking out merch and we're gonna have like all sorts of like lifestyle goodies, you know. So IEDs. Rep. Yeah. <laughs> IEDs or IUDs. What was that? Um IEDs. explosive devices. Oh, I thought you said <laughs> IUDs. We're coming out with injected IUDs, folks. UEDs. <laughs> UEDs. What's UEDs? What's that? Injected explosive devices. Injected explosive devices. Yes, we're coming out with injected IEDs. That's hilarious. Injected. What happened to Heather? Dang it. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, we're gonna right. do everything. Like, oh, did you guys remember the support your troop fucking magnets? Yeah. Everybody had after 9-11. Yeah, we're gonna have one of those with the code on it. ZV, whatever. Yep. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely popularize that. Like, I we are like it's like the control group people, right? You know, yeah. we're, we're, we're the people who uh, we all have medical charts, or if we're real badass, we don't have medical charts, or maybe, yeah, like Zach, like I haven't been to a doctor since freaking COVID, dude. Like, no way, dude, there's no way I would fall into that trap. Yeah, so although if you do need to see a doctor. You can company. sign up for the wellness company. <laughs> it's <laughs> badass. I did. I, I think I told you last week. I had a friend that uh, signed up um, $10 a month and it was 60 bucks for a telehealth visit. Was so cool. Given a prescription that was sent in and ordered hydroxychloroquine. They got a prescription for hydroxychloroquine that was shipped in. So bam, bam, bam. 
Like uh, they just they they basically they're like, hey, do you need any hydroxychloroquine by the way? And she's like, hell yeah. And <laughs> yes, it's just I like, do. damn, okay, there you go. So uh, it's it's a heck of a deal. So it's like one of those things like building yeah. parallel systems, and while we're still exiting and tiptoeing out of you know this medical paradigm, or also um, on the road of you know taking back our own health, and and you know it all starts with us. It all starts with our choices about what we yeah. eat. You know how we, you know how active we are. Like those 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 choices ripple out and affect our overall health and so the more we take control of our health on that sense the less we're reliant on any sort of medical yeah. intervention so yeah so personal accountability yep but in the meantime the wellness company's there cwc.health <laughs> so there you go so um yeah so you guys phone lines are open what's going on 1-833-386 i wonder if ring central's on oh oh god is ring central on i did i <laughs> I did get a notification that somebody left a voicemail. Not too long I don't ago, know how to turn so. it on. Heather, if you can hear us, help us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe it's not on. Maybe that's the problem. If anybody can call some of our, like Kevin. Hold on. Where's where's my chat here? Kevin. Just go live. Uh, Just go into the go into the chat or whatever. Join the link. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, someone's saying that something's not working. Um, someone's saying about fixing the website. Yeah. You guys, you don't even know. You don't even know. Oh, we're getting what's... a call. Fix okay, it. Let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Let's take it. Let's take it. Okay. Let's see if we can. Oh, yeah, Hello. Thanks for calling the injected show. Hello. Hi. Oh, hello. Oh, Sorry, Shelby. Shelby, I don't think it's going through the roadcast. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. One second. Hold on. One sec. Where's our uh, roadcaster? I don't know. I know. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. One of okay, these can days. You hear us now? Right, I forgive you. Can yeah, you hear sorry. us now? Yes, I can hear someone. Yeah. Hey, right on. Who do we got on? <laughs> That's all right. I know you guys are very professional normally. So this is an anomaly. I understand. <laughs> Who do we have on the line? What's your name? My name is Peter Feliciano. I'm a singer-songwriter, uh, host a podcast called Conservatish in mm. Austin, Texas. Awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, I am awesome. Thank you. And um, just wanted to kind of call up and support, you know. Um, I am also uh, pure, pure-blooded. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I was planning on, as soon as I heard that you all started the show, I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta call it. Yay! That's awesome. Because yeah, I also you, uh, feel like okay. Go for it. Go, go for ahead, it. Go no, I just feel like in the culture, not only is it missing uh, a lot of the uh, cohesion between people who are unvaccinated, but also a lot of the messaging it gets wonky. Like I think we lose our cultural connections a lot because too many people on the on the right or whatever are very like, you know, God, God, God. And yeah, I'm, I'm pro-God. I'm not, I'm, you know, I love God. I'm very spiritual. I meditate, I pray, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I'm, I, you know, I want to I get laid. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I feel like too often in the culture, we lose that, we, we, we are so um, focused on the trauma of the last few years and the, and the psyop and the bullshit that we, we, focused frequently on being right, which we are, and on winning the culture war, yes, but an element, personally, I believe, 
of winning the culture war is to connect with the real life experiences and the priorities of what makes life great. You know, the globalists want to take all that away rather than just fighting them, which we need to do. One of the ways, in my opinion, that we fight them is by enjoying our fucking lives. Um, and, uh, you know, and so, you know, as a single, you know, 36-year-old man who's lived in Austin, in New York, in San Francisco, all over the world, like, I I like sex and I like dating. And, you know, we never really talk about it in the culture. So when I saw that y'all started this, I was like, I got to fucking, I got to call it. Oh, that's I, awesome. Mic drop on that one. Because yep. you're so right. It's time to celebrate. I'm, you know, sometimes we get super caught up in the trauma and, you know, the PTSD feeling of like what happened over three years. And it's like, you know what? Fuck it. The only way we get out of this is by smiling and laughing and having more fun and being healthy and vibrant. And um, I'm all I'm all about it. Thanks, uh, Peter. That was awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Peter, Peter, on the, on the, yeah. I got a, I got a couple questions for you. So first of all, do you have a profile on injected? Are you on injected? Uh, yeah, I, I'm never on there because uh, I think I looked a couple a little while ago and I saw like there were like five people in Austin and like hmm. six of them were dudes. <laughs> okay, so, well, you, you can what I saw, I could be wrong. So I was yeah, looking you at my you know my mobile site. Well, okay, here's a couple things. So first of all, yeah, I would check check back if not today, but very soon, dude. I can tell you right now, dude. Like there's some major, major upgrades and improvements coming to injected.com. Yeah. Like, like we, it's we ruined. basically, yeah, we've got people that came in and they're saying, no, we're going to take over. We're going to really help you guys reach the next level. So big things are coming for the website. So stay tuned there. You know, I would check back now. There's been a huge surge of people that have joined the website just in the last couple of months. So I would check mm -hmm. again for sure. Um, this goes for everybody out there. If you haven't right. been on the site in a while, definitely go check it out. If you haven't created a profile on Unjected, please go check it out. That's one of the whole points of this show, the Substack. All the things we're trying to do is to create excitement, to really get the word out that, hey, guys, this is where you find your people. You know, yeah. So we're really trying to uh, get the message out. But the second thing I wanted to tell you, Peter, is that we're actually coming to your town in August. True. Right? So uh, go to the American. OMG. Yep. Go to the AmericanLibertyAwards.com. It's being put together by the great Frank Kavanaugh. And it's a very InfoWars heavy event, uh, but it's basically going to be at a, an award show for um, you know the Liberty Movement at the Vulcan Gas Company. So we're coming April or August twelfth to Austin. All of us Woo! are going to be there. So yeah, it's going to be so fun. Yeah, it's very yeah. cool. Very yep. cool. So I, I, I haven't received my no, my nomination in the mail yet. But I so. know, <laughs> I know. We're gonna bro. nominate you as most uh, awake podcast guest. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome, man. Exactly. So no, well, yeah, I. No, go ahead. Nothing, man. Uh, I was just gonna say, dude. Like you know, we need all of us out there in the fight. We need all of us out there. That's cool that you have a show. Uh, just keep keep pushing the message out. Um. That's 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 what that's how we do, man. So, thank you. You guys have a lot more calls. Uh, or can we talk know. about some dating stuff? Yeah, let's talk about some dating stuff. Do it. Yeah, tell us a story. All right. So, <laughs> tell us a story. <laughs> um, so it, it's not necessarily a question, but it is. It is an element. I think that one of the things we don't talk about also in 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 the game here in the freedom liberty whatever movement 
is that, and it's one something I harp harp on my fucking show a lot about is is how would you put it? It's an element I think of what I usually frame it under self care, meaning when like what made the left and whoever else the globalists lose their fucking mind was not just greed, right? It wasn't just insanity. And too often I think uh, on our side we get lazy in our definitions of how to frame what they're doing and what made them lose their mind. Well, but in my opinion, from my experience, and I lived in San Francisco, I lived in Manhattan during the entirety of the pandemic, okay? Um, so I couldn't go to a restaurant, I couldn't go to a gym, I couldn't go to, right? So I actually lived with the draconian bullshit and I know what made them lose their mind and it was fear, right? It was fear. Fear of not just COVID, but fear of not fitting in with the woke Joneses, fear of being labeled a racist, fear of, you know, being labeled an anti-science, killing grandma, fill in the blank, right? Not being a part of. So, well, that, we so it's, that's, my, it's, my that's, that's fear, fear is the symptom of something else. Fear is the symptom of something else. Fear is fear. The, the, the irrational fear that people feel oh, you think? today stems from the convenience factor of life today. When when life becomes too convenient and too easy and there isn't genuine fear to be had in everyday life, you have they, people start to find fear elsewhere um, and people start to obsess about things that don't really matter. That's why people, you know, that's why the culture wars are, are so gender specific. It's so it's it's it's, you know, there's there's historical precedent that shows that, um, you know, this happened in Rome. They became became obsessed with gender when things started going really, really well. And that sort of facilitated the downfall. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean that a focus on gender facilitates a downfall, but it's a symptom of a, a society that's that's, um, you know, reached its crescendo it has it has brought in is ushered in an age of convenience and and worry free living to the point where the human mind because it's it's instinctive the human mind is constantly looking for problems because it's instinctual it's instinctual to look for threats so if there's no legitimate threats daily there ha there has to be threats found for the mind to occupy itself and so Finding threats like, oh, if somebody's not wearing a mask in a supermarket, finding a threat like, oh, that person says that they're not going to use the pronouns that I want, that it's it's just a it's it's like one of those things with, that kids use where they throw it. It's like it sticks, you know, like it's a hand and you throw it and it's elastic and it's sticky. It's just throwing shit up against the wall and hoping it sticks. Totally. And so it's the fear itself has is is a symptom. It's not the cause. The cause is convenience. The cause is is progress. It's paradoxical because progress ushers in convenience and ease and convenience and ease ushers in periods of laziness, which brings on more problems. It's a, it's a cyclical thing. Yeah, I think another thing Peter pointed out there, too, that I really resonate with and I witnessed a lot Whoa. firsthand, too, was the idea of uh, the the not being not being not wanting to be the outsider, not wanting to be the, yeah. the person ostracized, not being the one that looks like the the, the right. fool or the racist or the idiot in front of your friends. But I think a lot of us are like, fuck all that, dude. Fucking call me whatever you want, dude. I don't give yeah. a shit. And it makes you all of your all of the things you no. say against me just makes me stronger. So fuck. You. So that's the yeah. dividing line. Now, that's true. Now, that's true. I'm on board with all of that, that yeah. you both said. Absolutely. But what I'm trying to piece apart is this idea that on our side, so uh, as an example, I've, when I moved to Austin, I got in touch with a lot of the freedom connected and all these libertarian motherfuckers, anti, 
barbecue, we have fun, right? But sometimes you get a crawl has lost their mind in the other direction. And just because they're libertarian or Republican or conservative, whatever the hell, doesn't mean that they're not crazy or potentially crazy too. And so in this game, right, just like I was saying earlier, in this game of anti-government, whatever the fuck you want to call it, we need to make sure that we're meditating, we're praying, we're taking care of our bodies, we're taking care of our relationships with our families, with our loved ones, whatever. Because what made them motherfuckers on the left lose their mind was the actual was that shit was not was not you know was wanting to fit in was not taking care of their psyche was fill in the blank and i've met a lot of motherfuckers who are just so obsessed even though they're libertarian even though they're anti-government where they can't just have fun like let's just go to a show let's go eat some barbecue let's have a you, you can't they can't go five minutes without going and by the way bill gates you know he actually is a lizard person i'm like bro <laughs> like okay yeah that may be true but let's connect Let's have fun. Let's fuck. Let's do some, you know, human shit. You know. Yeah. Jesus, dude, you said let's fuck like eight times. What are you doing? <laughs> What's going on, man? Are you fucking? <laughs> you're like, I just listen. I just want to connect with my community, and I want to. I want to have sex. I want to have a lot of. I, I want to fuck. I want to fuck really hard. <laughs> it's like, what? oh. <laughs> this is the objective show. This is the objective show. Hey, the wellness. The wellness, company, I mean. the wellness company, the wellness company wanted it a little spicier. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, can you guys spice it up a little bit? Yeah, can let's just fuck. Pussy a little let's more? fuck. <laughs> drop a few more pussy bombs, Zach. Go. Yeah. Go. No, I just yeah, I just really want human connection and anal. I don't. I, it's, I don't <laughs> I, we're losing. We're losing sight uh, on the fact that, that we can certainly connect by inserting yeah. ourselves into the anuses of others who are objected. I, I don't. Yes. Right. I want to make yes. injected fans only. Right. Injected fan, yeah. Injected only fans, baby. Actually, you can, you can research, you can research the World Economic Forum and use nipple clamps. Is all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, yes. you know, you can stretch out. Yes, indeed, <laughs> indeed, yes. Peter, you're cracking me up. That's hilarious. But anyway, I appreciate y'all. All, I'm the greatest of all fucking time. That's awesome. Peter, I pulled up I your podcast. You the work you're doing. Yeah, you too. I pulled up your podcast so people watching can see. Go go check out conservative-ish. Conservative. Conservative-ish. Conservative-ish. Like Man, it. you're 256 episodes in. Congratulations. Yeah. You've been crushing wow. for a while. So that's great. Is that you on the cover? Yeah. Peter? Yeah. I got, that's yeah, that's cool. That's cool, man. You look like, you, I'm not going to lie, you kind of look like that trans guy in Biden's cabinet who stole the fucking airport luggage. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> you know what? You are balded. You are a balded. And I'm offended. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm usually bald. Dan Aykroyd. There you go. Nice. Well, Peter, brother, keep up the great work, okay? Thanks for calling, Peter. That was awesome. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. You y'all too. All right. Thanks. Hey, call us again. Much, right? Call us again. <laughs> hey, you Bye. guys, we got another, we got a video Perfect. caller. We got a video Perfect. caller. Let's, let's say hi to Mel. Mel, what's going on? Hi there. Hi. hi, how are you? Can you hear us okay? Can you hear us? Yeah. Testing, testing. Testing. Mel, can you hear us? Can you hear us? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear us? Yes, you sound Uh, great. 
I'm not awesome. sure exactly what I'm entering into after that last conversation. I can hear <laughs> <That's> you. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, you're good. You're good. What's going on? Where are you? Uh, where are you zooming in from, or whatever? I am in Boston. 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 Okay. Boston? Another another uh, stronghold of like the insane mm -hmm. people, right? How's the temperature over there? Like, yeah, tell us. Political wise and regular. <laughs> Or I, I just had to stop the live because I was getting a. Oh, there you go. Yeah, definitely. Echo. Five, definitely, five definitely want to stop repeat. the show. Basically, we're saying like, um, you know, from what I hear about Boston, you know, I, I, I went through uh, the entire like first two and a half years of the lockdowns in Oregon, so I can commiserate with a very, you know, tyrannical, insane environment. Uh, and I understand Boston is probably kind of along those lines. How, how's it been for you up there? It, it was pretty much hell mm. but miracles came out of that so soon into i would say mid 2020 i met my soul family through oh. through this crisis cool through following um dr northrup on instagram nice and a bunch of friendships formed and this, these are my soul connections and now i'm branching out into you know groups of other like-minded people get some diff different energy um so i love that the site exists i love that you guys are doing the show i checked it out last you know the recordings of a couple of recordings last week and i'm like i'm gonna call in put myself oh, out there dang. connect with awesome. with others that are awake i love that uh, mm -hmm. i love that it's a shame I felt like that too. this is like a soul family it's yeah. a shame mm -hmm. that Boston yeah. is what it is now because Boston was truly the last vanguard of racial insensitivity <laughs> and it just it crumbled. <laughs> it crumbled. And it, it's just it's a shame. It's, it's a like shame. the birthplace of freedom and it just went so opposite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All, yeah. All of the yeah, all the East Coast, man. You guys were like you guys are supposed to be holding the fort down, dude. You guys are the ones that told the king to fuck off. And now look at you. Now look at you. Hey, I can't I can't say anything. I can't say anything. My part of the country fell too. So yeah. Well, I don't know. It doesn't matter what you think of him, but his speech Wednesday was phenomenal. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. speech. He brought Paul oh, Revere yeah. into it. So it's worth listening to. I haven't checked I think, that out. I think every person in this country should listen to it. That's a good it call was, out. I, uh, I, was, I was at a yeah. children's health defense event last weekend, which was really cool. It was a fun thing. Got to meet some cool people. I got to mm -hmm. hang out with uh Catherine Austin Fitz for a little bit. And cool. Yeah, it was a good it was a good deal. But uh Robert F. Kennedy better chill the fuck out because he's running for president as a Kennedy and he's anti vax. That's a recipe for a <laughs> shot to the back of the fucking skull. The CIA has been out for the Kennedy family yes for since the fucking fifties. <laughs> and he's running on an anti vax you know uh, platform, not a platform, but he he's been openly anti-vax and openly anti-Fauci, and openly anti-intelligence. That's not a great cocktail. For, no. I mean, yeah. it's you know he should he should be wearing a helmet. He should be he should be wearing a helmet. He should be driving around in a non non convertibles, no convertibles. Yeah, <laughs> no convertibles for yeah. you. Yeah, that's for Don't, damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Stay away. So, but no, I'll, I'll check that out. That's that's a good call out. You know, I mean you know yeah that's a tough one you know and so i i was making the joke that like i feel like uh at, at the end of the day like all of these policies all of this nonsense is just being there's like five guys in a room 
and they're like making bets with each other like oh watch i can bet you i can make the whole world put on a mask for like the next two years like bullshit you can never pull that hold my beer you're like hold my yeah it's a lot of hold my a lot of hold my (laughs) beer going on and this one's gonna be watch this i'm gonna i'm gonna show you we're gonna make all these mega guys vote democrat next time watch you just watch and it's just like yeah you know they're gonna do it it's true so it's so hilarious so but yeah it feels like the whole three years it's like everything's a a spoof article like nothing Mm -hmm. truth is so much stranger than fiction yes (laughs) the twilight zone it is the twilight zone yeah yeah and i I do think i do forget how anxious i was for months just sort of navigating myself around my apartment building around the city i would drive like 20 miles on friday nights to go grocery shopping in a town just so i didn't have to deal with that anxiety of trying to you know enter a store without a face covering. I just, I just didn't want to deal with it. But yeah. I mean, I had to deal with a lot of things in, in other ways, but um, yeah, it was, it was kind of crazy. It That's still wild. is. Yeah. I, feel I mean, it's, it's calmed down a bit, but yeah. But again, focusing on ourselves, focusing on health, you know, finding these community. communities, community, it's, yep. it's been amazing. I, and I've told my friends, it's like, I'm happier now that I've been in a long time and it, it's coming out of this, crisis and awakening yeah that's awesome so, yeah. i love that mel are you on injected i am cool yeah i actually just i just met up with someone from there just cool. a few minutes ago like I a love that. yeah so, yeah they live in the neighborhood near mine so we just we met up and oh. had a lot to talk about and yeah that, that makes me so happy yeah. you know when you guys tell me these stories i literally like <clears throat> yes <laughs> fucking love it Love it. You know, I met someone last year too from oh. New Hampshire. We talked for five hours wow. about See? like all the stuff. And he's like, he's been awake to a lot of things for about 20 years. And he's like, oh, I can't believe you know about this. this. I'm like, I don't really know about it. But it's like once I heard like a thread, it's like I didn't really need to do the research. Just like my whole body said, yeah, that was false. This is true. You can decide how deep you want to go with this or you know what direction you want to go but he was kind of surprised that <laughs> i was like oh whoa. yeah i heard about that i heard about that whoa i love that mel that's awesome mel you want to stick oh. around i got another we got one more person real quick in the sure. in the green room we'll, we'll bring him in this okay. looks epic we have a globalist npc globalist hey, what's up? wow hey what's going <laughs> on man what is, this is happening great. getting drunk on a friday that's what we're doing what's up you got your, your, your InfoWars uh, regalia. You got your uh, Wait, Illuminati can you tell me hat. about this hat? What is yeah, going on here? Can we have a whole, uh, like... Is it EMF protection, or is it something else? No. It's like a tinfoil hat with an Illuminati pyramid on it. Can you see it? Fuck. What does it say? I'm Fuck getting my what? tinfoil hat for this one. I can't see it. Sp- Let's see. Oh, it spins this is, automatically. This is gold. Oh, <laughs> See it? I fucking told you guys that our fucking audience are full of autists. I told you. I know we're crazy. There we go. I got my, my hat's cooler hat. than yours, Scott. It really is. It really is. But I'm still representing, dude. I don't have the spinning, uh, the spinning pyramid. Did you but... make it? Did you make so, it? The original one was gray. Whoa. Wow. That That's was the awesome. original one that I was wearing. <laughs> That's pretty legit. 
globalist NPC wanted by the FBI. Us too. Yeah, the, yeah. The whole reason I put that is that a lot of my friends that went to January 6th are all still in jail. Wow. So I was protesting for about six months leading up to January 6th. And basically the media was not covering our stories at all. They weren't covering Stop the Steal. They would only post maybe like 10 seconds of like bully footage of like Twitter and whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just no one was putting anything out there, not even on the right. And then to top it off on January 6th, a lot of people didn't even report on what actually happened. So I haven't even heard this from Fox News or InfoWars where they had teams of lawyers working with Antifa and they did this with the BLM riots before this happened on January 6th. They had green, bright neon green hats and they were all wearing bright neon green hats. And these were the lawyers for the Antifa. And they were walking up to the January 6th protest, like before you get to the Capitol. And I actually called them out on that day. And they were antagonizing people, including me. And I thought on that day, I thought they were the mainstream news. So I'm like calling them out. And then I think back to it and I was like, no, these these are actually the Antifa lawyers that were there. The plants. you know, you know, most lawyers are, you know, super progressive, freaking woke, you know, yeah. whatever, dude. So it's like, that yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Do you LARP? You look like you LARP. No. So I've, I've never cosplayed. <laughs> I was trying to, like, mix, like, cosplay and memes and, like, protesting all into one. But I've never cosplayed, ever. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're well on Do your you way. File unobjected. Yes, are you on injected globalist NPC? I am. Yes, that's I don't fun. know if I want to dox myself on that. That's fine. That's fine. That's, that's fine. Okay. Nerdiest, this is the nerdiest thing I've done in a very long time, dude. You, you calling into you're a, making my night. <laughs> calling into a live radio show with the with the yeah, pyramid hat. Leading up it, to January sixth, I was passing out keychains. Yeah, let's see if we can. Is it like, are we trying to Hold take on. the pyramid back? Because why do these bastards get to have the pyramid? I yeah, the pyramid's too the pyramid. cool. Yeah, the pyramids Mel, are cool. Mel, is this the type of men's accoutrement you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> He's just the first date. Jesus. This is see if you can see the most that. interesting Zoom video call I've been on, and some of the work ones have been kind of crazy. There you <laughs> go. What does so it say? Pyramid keychain? Pyramid keychain. Okay. Yeah, I was passing okay. those out for free. Do you know that those were used to break into women's houses at one point? (laughs) Broken glass, yeah. Do you sell these? Do you you sell these anywhere? Is there anywhere you want to plug anything? They have never been for sale. Okay. The plan is I'll eventually make them out of like molten aluminum and like foundry pour them out. So make them like legit keychains that you can actually sell. Cool. But I don't have a place to do that. I'm renting right now. So. That'd yeah. be kind of sketchy to just be pouring molten aluminum in the backyard. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, you gotta it's find not a place. Your lease agreement, you mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. my landlord would be too happy. That's hilarious. That's awesome. What side of the world do you live in? Oh, I'm in Pennsylvania. Okay. 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 
back east. Everybody's back yeah, east. Yeah, everybody's on the east coast here on this call, man. Yeah, Damn. except me. I'm all the way except, out in the yeah. ocean. All the way in the middle of the ocean. Middle of the <laughs> ocean. So, all right, gang. Well, I think we're going to wrap this baby up. So, thank you so much for calling us. This is yeah, you guys really made the episode here. But, but please call in. Please keep us posted. You know, call us back, you know, in the future. Like, you guys are more than welcome, you know. Just keep on breathing into the mic, too. Keep on breathing good. into the mic. Yeah. Is that me? Am I breathing into the mic? I don't know. Somebody is. Probably me. Okay. I don't even know. <laughs> All right. All right, gang. We'll talk to you later, okay? Nice to see you. All right. Good Bye. to see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was awesome. Awesome. Was Dude. So funny. Oh, we finished strong tonight, everybody. That's awesome. Okay. So, okay. That, well, guy, uh, that guy is either making those keychains with a, a, you know, an unknown element that the, that DARPA's after and he yeah. needs to be in hiding or he's yeah. a true danger to society. And nobody's going to know, <laughs> nobody's going to know which, you know, nobody knows if he's white hat or black hat. We don't know. We don't know. Pyramid hat. But if he's on injected, I can almost assure you that he's a really good solid dude. That's right. Go. That's, how yep. that, that's how that works. So. On the good side. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. Well, great job. Well, so Heather's dealing with the sick kids. So prayers go out to her and the kiddo. I'm sure everything will be fine. You know, it's not this crazy pink eye COVID nonsense. It's fine. not. So, no. no. Don't listen to your TV, folks. And we learned a lesson. Okay. How the uh, fuck do you get pink eye? What is that? Even? It's just, I don't know, man. It's not uh, COVID. It's a lot. I guess it could be a lot of different things. A lot of different things. <laughs> a lot of different things. So, uh, Zach, where can they find you, man? Uh, Unfit Statesman on Twitter, Instagram, Unfit Statesman on all the podcast platforms except uh, YouTube. Yeah. Patreon. And Rumble soon. And Patreon. Rumble. Go to the Patreon. I didn't Ooh. put my latest episode with Reed Coverdale out on page, uh, yeah. on um, Rumble because I use Riverside.fm to record it and it mm -hmm. sucks. So we're, I just put it out. It totally the, does. It's fucking shit. It's yeah. dog shit. Okay. And so I didn't put that video out, but I put the audio out. And I will be using probably StreamYard moving forward. So hopefully we'll eventually get the video up. And I ideally would put the video up for the solo episodes as well, but we'll see. Sweet. Uh, awesome. Thanks, man. So uh, everybody go follow the sport. Zach, his shows are hilarious. Go check out Unfit Statesman. Uh, Globalist NPC just wrote, uh, you guys can find him on Brighteon at Globalist NPC. So go check out support his work. So uh, I'm at Rebunk News on all the socials. If you go to libertylinks.io, libertylinks.io forward slash rebunk. You can find links to all my projects. Got a ton of shit going on. Shelby, where can they find you? Injected.com, Injected Officials, uh, Injected Founder. Cool. Any of those Injecteds. <laughs> cool. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. Like, Injected is about to level up to the extreme big time, and so just stay tuned. And so grateful to have all you guys on this ride with us. Me too. Uh, it's it's an amazing thing we're, we're doing. We're, we get to be a part of. I'm grateful to be a part of this. I have to tell you, Shelby, you created something so special, Aww. so awesome. And I'm just infinitely grateful to be a part of this whole Aww. endeavor. This community is amazing. All the people listening, all the people watching, like it's just a powerful thing that's happening right now. It is. It and, fills uh, my whole heart. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. So until next time, stay natural. Stay, stay free. Stay injected. Peace. <laughs> all right, guys. Catch you next time. Bye. <laughs>